Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Today, I would like to talk to you about the magenta flame. Could you please tell us about the magenta flame? What properties does it have? Um, sure. Um, so the magenta flame is a higher dimensional flame uh, compared to most of the other flames we spoke about. Um, it is from from your perspective, you could think of magenta flame as a higher aspect of the pink flame. Um, in 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 some sense. So while it is um, a flame of higher cosmic love, the way that comes through is a little bit higher dimensional uh, compared to the pink flame. So whereas the pink flame was about balancing the masculine and the feminine uh, the magenta flame is about integrating the masculine and the feminine and unifying the masculine and the feminine uh, aspects of existence within yourself and the universe. Uh, magenta flame, um, like I said, is a high vibrational, high frequency uh, flame, which means that it pulsates very fast. It's a very intense energy. It moves massive amount, uh, massive amounts of energy with it. So it has a lot of momentum. Um, so magenta is about a lot of things actually. Um, in the universe, it is about beauty, both outer and inner. Um, it is about full self-expression. So it's not a shy flame. Um, It is a flame that moves with a lot of intention and purpose. Um, It is a flame of passion and desire, but not the sexual necessarily uh, aspect of those, but more of the higher aspect of of, of those vibrations and and, and those concepts. Um, Magenta is also about personal power. So it's uh, personal power that stems from knowing who you are, being okay with who you are, coming from the, se- from the standpoint of full self-acceptance and full self-love, having integrated your shadow, having integrated and married up the feminine and the masculine aspect of yourself, um, where none of the aspects is domineering but both are, you know, in equal measure, perfect, pristine, uh, symbiotic, right? So from the masculine standpoint, magenta is power. From the feminine standpoint, magenta is love. So it's a flame of powerful love yeah, for yourself and others and the universe and all of creation. Um. Yeah, so magenta is a very, like I said, a very powerful flame. Um, It moves a lot of energy. I would recommend working with it when you feel like you have enough energy to be able to tackle that. So if you're feeling um, a little bit drained or tired after like a, a long work week, I wouldn't recommend working with a magenta flame. You probably wouldn't just have 
what it takes to connect to those energies, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's a very impactful flame, right? So if you are feeling um, energetically in a place where you can take magenta flame on, you can get a lot of movement very fast. You can get a lot of result very fast. Um, magenta is fascinating because... It is also in in its form, one of its forms, the alpha and the omega. So it is the beginning and the end. So you think about the rainbow, right? It kind of starts with the red spectrum and ends with a purple, or it starts with a purple and ends with a red. It doesn't really matter however you look at it. Mm -hmm. Um, Magenta is a color that is in between purple and red spectrum. Right, so it has. It's actually that connective link. If you were to unite the colors of the rainbow, in a particular aspect at a particular point, you would have to unite it with magenta. So very often it is that. It has that creative aspect, to either complete a, a certain endeavor, or start a certain endeavor. So it's a it's a flame of beginnings and endings, the unification flame. One way to think about it would be say you have a goal, and seemingly that goal has absolutely nothing to do with where you are in life today. For instance, you might be um, a medical worker dreaming of becoming a famous actor. I'm just making it up, right? Uh, it seems like what you're doing in your day-to-day life, such as being the medical worker, has absolutely nothing to do with the career of an actor or an actress. So because magenta is a very, very powerful flame, it could aid in massive shifts in your life, such as a career shift, um, such as the one that I'm, you know, I'm describing. Um, it would be able to very logically connect where you are today and, you know, complete that phase of your life and help move you through to the new phase of your life, which would be the actor-actress career. So it's that connective link uh, that takes you from a death to a rebirth of sorts, which is what true transformation is about. So Magenta Flame is quite complex. It has a lot of facets because like every high dimensional flame, it can do a lot of things. It can do a lot more things that your lower vibrational flames now. It is not to say that it is unavailable to you to work with, right? Yeah. Uh, the only caveat really is just make sure that you have enough energy. Otherwise, what you would notice is the exercises with a magenta flame are gonna be very draining. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, for for like from that standpoint, I probably just recommend working with a magenta flame during the weekends more so than the weekdays. If you have to, you know, go to work, uh-huh. right, and perform. Like that's probably not the best thing to do because it's a lot of it, it's going to move massive amounts of energy and it's real work. Uh-huh. Yeah. And how hard it is to connect to this flame? Well, <laughs> for an average person arguably the average person is not going to be attracted to this particular content mm-hmm. um, it is possible to connect to the magenta flame uh, I wouldn't say it is very hard I would say it's a little bit harder to maintain that connection mm-hmm. so that initial point of connecting is not that complicated but you know to be able to withstand those meditations that we're going to go through you know, for a prolonged amount of time, I probably wouldn't recommend spending more than 30 minutes on a magenta flame. Oh, I see. Got it. Okay, and um, like you said, it's impossible. It's possible to experience uh, this energy in 3D, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Just uh, certain aspects, not all aspects. Well, you I haven't mentioned a lot of aspects of the magenta flame that you wouldn't be able to experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every higher dimensional flame works with subtle energies that might be 
very far and in between in 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 dense realities of 3d so i haven't even mentioned those aspects um it's just you know seemingly and i I just wanted to make sure i'm not confusing you uh seemingly magenta flame deals with a lot of uh not conflicting aspects but like aspects that don't necessarily fall in your thinking under the same in into the same box Mm -hmm. right so it might it might feel like it it works with very different energies and there is no rhyme or reason to that flame and the only reason it feels that way is because your perspective is lower dimensional perspective and so you fail to see the connection where a higher dimensional being wouldn't got it but it also feels like this flame is uh, some kind of combination of pink and violet absolutely and that's why i told you that it's alpha and the omega honestly like it's it's connecting that you know purple um red pink spectrum so it borrows a little bit from everything including blue actually also because magento is a combo of colors of red blue you know there's purple there's violet it's it's all of them and so it has multiple it has higher dimensional aspects of all of those flames right so like you know that power and strength like that's what it's borrowing from the blue flame mm-hmm. you know passion is what it's borrowing from the red there is a lot um it is you know in in some ways higher dimensional flames are lower dimensional flames on steroids mm-hmm. in terms of m- impact yeah complexity right so it is actually good that you're seeing similarities. That makes me feel happy. That means that you've integrated a lot of the lower aspects, right? And that means that you potentially are ready to work with the higher aspects also. But of course, it's not to say that somebody cannot start working with magenta flame unless they work with all the other flames. Got it. And uh, can we talk a little bit about this uh, alpha and omega uh, concept? Like, what does it mean? Uh, can you tell a little bit more? Oh, yeah. So alpha is the first letter in the alphabet and, and omega is the last. So it's like A to Z. Mm-hmm. Um, so it basically A to Z encompasses all of creation, right? Yeah. So technically speaking, right, as you well know, um, oh, well, maybe you don't, but um, le- le- there, there was that original point in time which is the start of all creation right you guys sometimes call it the big bang you know whatever that point in time was from which one point started multiplying and becoming what we know today is our reality right we say the universe is expanding so the universe right now is on its point from alpha to omega omega would be a point of unification so it's one point of unification uh, which is alpha, that's where it all starts, one point, mm-hmm. starts multiplying, goes through kind of all of the letters of the alphabet, yeah. right? And goes down to the same point, and that would be your omega. Got it, but I, I... So they made it the same point. Like, think of it as either closing down the loop, mm-hmm. and you start from one, and then you end at the same point, but you end at the same point... The coordinates of the point might be the same, but your awareness is very different Mm -hmm. because all of this has happened. All of this has happened, Mm -hmm. you know? So like in the same, it's, it's like two sides of the same coin, but one is the beginning of the journey and the other is the end of the journey. Got it. Because I thought that maybe like the beginning would be black and the end would be white, but I'm just trying to understand what's the connection between omega and alpha and magenta flame oh i see i think you're taking it a little bit too literal mm-hmm. yeah and you don't I, this is not the place to take it too literal right um obviously there the presence of a lot of energy would be white mm-hmm. you know and seemingly the absence or the negative aspect of that is black mm-hmm. however magenta contains within itself enough of the spectrum of color that within creation it acts very much like point zero and point infinity mm-hmm. so it's a little bit different because it's um for creation that has found um a manifestation mm-hmm. so color black and color white is the absence of manifestation 
and meaning its potentiality, but it, it is not something yet that you could describe. Yeah. It's everything and nothing, mm-hmm. right? The, both concepts of everything and the concept of nothing is very, very hard to describe. Once a certain reality has been manifested, yeah. more so than not, it manifests as a rainbow. All of these colors, you know, the sequence of colors, that is manifested reality. This is something that you can start describing, putting into words. This is something that is very charged and very different. Mm-hmm. All of these aspects and all of these tools that the creator uses to perceive itself as well as perceive that, you know, which is other, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, you know, there are multiple aspects of Alpha and Omega um, in the manifested universe. Mm-hmm. Um, magenta is, is that point. Of connection. I see now. Okay. And uh, how would you describe a person who mastered uh, a magenta flame? I know how you would describe it. You would describe them as God. Or you would describe them as goddess. So when I said that you were, you know, the the magenta flame is available, available to you, to work with mm-hmm. I didn't really say that anybody in 3d you know has mastered it perfectly or is a mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. representation of that play flame incarnate mm-hmm. um in fact if you remember some of our earlier conversations what this planet is really really struggling with is integrating both of its aspects uh the masculine and the feminine yeah um, so because this is one of the greater lessons of 3D and Earth in particular, mm-hmm. um, where the, the two are not symbiotic, one is always in a victimized, denied and disowned position, and the other one is in, in the position of um, the master. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect magenta flame representation and manifestation is not really resonant with these energies got it that makes sense so you first have to master like lower aspects of this flame which is like pink and red and uh, blue right and then you can get to magenta (sighs) i don't i don't want to get too much into the weeds because pink blue and red they're flames in their own right Mm -hmm. it's not that they're worse than magenta oh i see right they are contributing energies to magenta yeah right they are contributing energies but it's not that like i wouldn't think of them as oh there is no hierarchy you mean there isn't, there isn't. The hierarchy is a very elusive concept because the hierarchy is only as important as, yes, there are some flames that are easier to tackle first than others, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then there are some flames that are easier to tackle in higher dimensions than others. Or there are, like rather there are perfect dimensions for working with certain kinds of flames. For instance, um, the blue flame is a very 3D flame it's perfect for 3d energies so if i'm 11d right in 11th dimension potentially for me practicing three a 3d blue flame is a very bad idea mm-hmm. in the same way that if you are in the third dimension practicing the diamond flame or the diamond ray which is uh, an 11th dimensional ray is a very bad idea because it's it's like you would be able to practice one millionth of what that flame is here oh got it yeah i see what you mean that makes sense okay and uh, is there any corresponding chakra uh, to this flame so it's definitely not one of your seven chakras um it would be um you know your your higher uh, chakras um there is no like not really a count that you can put to it, uh, but it's also a chakra that corresponds really well with your emotional body. Mm. So 
you know, your magenta flame works really, really well with your emotional body, very in tune with your emotions, because uh, for you to be able to fully integrate the masculine and the feminine, you would have to integrate the emotions of both type energies. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay, and um, I assume there is no like crystal or uh, plant, herb, oil, essential oil that helps you to like understand, connect with this flame? So, there is and there isn't. There are a lot of magenta plants out there, like the orchid, for instance. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. it does help you to connect to that type energy, specifically the aspect of it that is beauty, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's a very Venetian, as in Venus, uh, type of energy. Mm -hmm. um, a hibiscus tea. Yeah. As well as the hibiscus flower um, would get you into the similar aspect of vibration, specifically around passion and desire and intention. Mm -hmm. uh, mahogany wood, mm -hmm. as well as actually sandalwood would get you to similar type vibrations around personal power and feeling grounded in your personal power, like finding your core and your center. Uh, because before you can feel truly powerful, you need to find that aspect within you that is that ever-present flame, so to say, ever-present source of your personal power that is not something that can be depleted. And the energies of mahogany wood as well as sandalwood would help you get to that place of um, strength, personal power, and, and confidence. Mm -hmm. And uh, what are the what are the shadow aspects um, of the magenta flame? Well, of course, every time um, your masculine and feminine aspects are not tied together, and one or one is pr more prevalent than the other. Right? If you're too heavy in the feminine or too heavy in the masculine, that would always be an aspect of the shadow of the magenta flame. Um, if you are experiencing um, things like jealousy, emotions like jealousy or envy, um, that would be the shadow aspect of the magenta flame because magenta is all about beauty, inner and outer. And when you're not feeling beautiful, you're not feeling like you're enough, and that makes you want to seek validation. And when you see somebody in the outside world that has that beauty in one, or in one aspect or another, you crave it. So craving beauty, feeling the lack of it, um, or feeling like you're lacking a particular aspect that a person has, another person has, and that's why you're less than, yeah. that would be a shadow. You know, Obviously, every time that there is an energy of comparing yourself to others in a negative way, that would be a shadow aspect of the magenta. Mm -hmm. Um feeling low energy and apathetic mm -hmm. any type of apathy any time of well i just don't like anything I, nothing inspires me mm -hmm. you know i don't feel enough energy to do anything you know that would be all a shadow aspect of again desire right and actions so shadow aspect of and passion um, as well right yeah like not having passion not not having that inner inner fire, inner motivation to do something. Um, Got it. Okay, and uh, can we uh, maybe talk a little bit about this uh, concept of uh, balancing masculine and feminine energy? So what does it mean? Like, what would a person with the balanced energy like feel or act? Like, what would be the difference? So... It is somebody who 
again, in its purest form, mm -hmm. masculine energy is very active, outgoing, strong, and powerful, right? Yes. So it goes after what it, what it wants with intention. Um, it is very forward-thinking, forward-looking, forward-acting. It's a forward-moving energy, right? And the aspect, the higher aspect of it is creative power, right? So like it's a very, again, like personal power, personal strength. That would be the masculine. The feminine aspect or the highest aspect of, and you know, like if you look at the feminine energy um, and, and hmm, I don't want to say something that's going to confuse you, but the masculine is also a little bit about me and it's not to say me, me as in it's not egotistical but before forward movement can happen desire needs to happen or intention needs to take place and that intention is a very personal thing it's a very good thing like what drives you what motivates you Personally, yes. Personally. Mm -hmm. What are you called to create? What are you called to do? What are you called to do, uh, you know, to take action on? So it's a little bit about you. Whereas the feminine aspect is actually a lot more outward facing. And it's about taking everything as a part of yourself and enabling um others around you to get their desire yeah right mm -hmm. so you know from that standpoint the the masculine energy is a plus and the feminine energy is a minus so plus means like it's forward moving it's like it's go 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 feminine energy is that cosmic love and so it's actually the absence of movement it's that serenity it's that con contentment. It is being happy with what you have. It is cherishing every moment, whether that is a moment of pain or joy or pleasure, as the absolute perfect moment for you because you attracted it. It is about nurturing things and people and creatures around you and making sure that they get what they want. They're sustained they can go after their dreams it is an energy of attracting things to you right um so very often a male would chase a female because one is attracting and the other one is pursuing right mm -hmm. the perfect integration is when you have both of these aspects kind of in equal measure right so from that standpoint a guy that doesn't have their feminine side integrated is all go, go, go. But that is when they become egotistical. That, that is when they say it is all about me and I don't care about you because in my world, there is no place for you. There is no place for other as a part of myself. There is no place for love. There is no place for nurturing. There is no place for serenity. There is no place for contentment, etc., etc. right? So that is a masculine aspect that's fully integrated that's missing the feminine. The feminine aspect is too selfless and thus having no desire of its own other than pleasing others. So that could be a victim mentality. That could be a woman that is too clingy to her husband, to her children, because she does not have herself what makes her happy. So it's like an extreme aspect of love for others when you lose the self, when you don't have your center, when you don't have your hobbies, when you, are, you, don't, you don't have your desires, and thus you're not creating anything in this world, Right? Yeah. And and that is actually a very detrimental place to be for a human because again it's a disbalanced energy uh movement. It's too much of one and not enough of the other. Right? Mm -hmm. 
A fully integrated aspect is both of these. A fully integrated aspect is somebody who has themselves and understands themselves and accepts themselves and knows what it is that they want and knows what it is that they don't want. But at the same time, they're also for other and others. They have that nurturing capability. You know, they can help themselves and have others' backs too. You know, they're the ones that um, know that this world is not a zero-sum game. They are ones that, you know, are not going to experience emotions like jealousy or envy because they come from a very strong core of being who they are and being able to get what it is that they want in life, but also knowing that this world is abundant and prosperous, and so there is enough in it for everybody, right? So again, like this is a very powerful creator as a, you know, a human, like somebody who would have integrated both aspects would be a very powerful creator that creates with a heart full of love an intention to make this world a better place for themselves and others. And uh, has anybody uh, balanced uh, these energies on Earth before? I mean, there have been some that have come close. Yeah. But again, like, you can approximate what, what that flame would look and feel like in higher dimensions. Mm-hmm. But I and and you can start the understanding of what that feels like here. But truly why most souls come here it is to experience the disbalance of masculine and feminine. And by the way, they can they can there are so many lessons on that road. You can have men who have too much masculine, you have men that have too much feminine. Hmm. Same thing with with women. You have women that have too much masculine. Yeah. That would be your feminists. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you have women that have too much feminine. And you know, th- these would be the the ones that are so much they're so they're, they're living so much for the man in their life that they don't know who they are. Huh. And they're not even willing or interested to find out who they are. That's the scary part of femininity. You know, they don't have an opinion outside of their husband's opinion. They don't have a life outside of their husband or their family. I see. So, and then then basically you just pick your poison, right? Like uh, when you come to this dimension as a soul, based on what it is that you're curious to learn, you could choose one or the other configuration you know and you can also choose to try to balance them i mean let's say that's let's just say that that's the end goal the end goal is always the balance yeah and uh, how would you use the uh, magenta flame to start maybe understanding like how both energies uh, can work together if there is a way to do this so I'm trying to figure out if if that would be the best way no if that would be like something you could understand um so if you were to imagine that you're and that's a meditative practice right yeah because that shift it could be helpful or not depending on where you are but like let's just move forward with the meditation and, and then you can decide for yourself so you you all know i think or if you don't i'll tell you right so like one part one side of your body is a masculine side and one side of your body is the feminine side right so left is the feminine right is the masculine uh, we could take um, and try to feel 
Um, so if you imagine yourself sitting down in a lotus pose, right? And you can, by the way, sit down in a lotus pose and just close your eyes. And imagine your feminine side, right? Um, actually, so make sure that both of your palms are facing upwards, right? So you're sitting down in the lotus pose physically, and both of your palms of your hands are facing upwards to the sky, right? Yeah. I would want you to imagine how your feminine energy is coursing through the left side of your body and coming out of your left palm up. Uh, depending on where you are in your feminine energy, its color is going to be different. You know, like you can be very much in your feminine energy of love. You know, your feminine aspect might be an aspect of love. And then you would see that being emerald green, for instance, or pink, depending on whether that's, you know, lower dimensional love or high dimensional love. So basically what I'm saying is your feminine aspect is going to have a color to it. And it's, it's quite an, actually an interesting exercise too, to figure out when you're getting, when you're getting centered and when you're getting grounded to try to see what color comes out of your left palm, because that would give you some hints around what your feminine side is or where it is in your evolution. So you want to get grounded and see the color. Sometimes it'll be like multiple hues. It's not just like one. And then you want to do the same thing with your right side, your masculine side, and see what energy ends up coursing through your right side, right? What color it is, you know, is it light? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel fast or slow? You know, like you could notice a lot of things about the ma your own masculine side and your own feminine side. And by the way, when you're in this, you would also be able to tell based on how fast and, and potent the energy is, which of your sides is stronger. Um, very often, of course, we are borrowing how strong our feminine side is from our mother side of the family and our masculine side from our father side of the family, right? So you might be able to analyze and find some similarities there. If you want to experience for a second what true oneness feels like in this time and space reality, what you want to do is imagine that under your feet, you have an endless source of magenta energy. And you want to allow that energy to come up both sides of your body. And instead of whatever colors used to be flowing through your left and right palm, allow magenta to take over and allow magenta to start coursing through both sides of your body, you know, like a perfect symbiosis. Um, and that magenta energy would be coming rushing, gushing out of your left and your right palm, right? So at first you want to get present to how much at odds actually before that magenta course through your body, how much at odds your left and your right sides are, right? For instance, you might experience things like, you know, your left side, your feminine side is very malnourished and the energy that's coursing through it is very you know, far and in between, it's very weak. And then, for instance, your right side could be like, you know, very red and a lot of energy and a powerful torrent. And so it feels like, you know, it would feel like very disbalanced, almost like one part of you is not talking to the other part of you. Or like you're two very different energies somehow mixed into one. So when you allow magenta energy to enter your body, you would notice what it feels like to be completely in sync with yourself. What it feels like when both sides of your body are processing trans and transmitting the same frequency. That is what true unity feels like. You would experience the same amount of flow, the same amount of pulsation in both sides of your physical body as well as your energetic, emotional, mental body, all of your bodies. Because the magenta energy actually really permeates all of your light bodies too, not just your physical. So, and then you would feel like if you wanted to sit in that energy, you would feel for the first time ever 
that you're actually not at odds with yourself. You're not at war with yourself. You don't have to fight or submit or be a slave to or, you know, um, be in charge of, you know, any aspect of your body in a negative way. You know, you would truly feel actually peace and contentment in unity. And depending on which of your sides was weaker, this could be a very interesting feeling. Because that what, you know, basically in essence, you would be shown what would it take for you to be perfectly unified. And you would know how far you are from that particular aspect, given, you know, uh, when you try to compare your initial assessment and your initial energy to the energy of the magenta flame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see that. It's very strong. Yeah, just try to thank you. And uh, you also mentioned that magenta flame works really well with the emotional body. What does it mean? I said it corresponds to the emotional body, yes. right? Mm -hmm. um, because it is a little bit more high vibration, it's not like you would necessarily find it in your physical, mm -hmm. is what I was trying to say. Yeah. You know, and um, so basically, you know, above the crown chakra, you have your seat of the soul or soul star, it's called all multiple different ways. Your magenta chakra is generally the one up from that. So technically the ninth chakra would be your magenta chakra. And that one would kind of, quote unquote, live in terms of physical distance from your body mm. right around the edge of your emotional body. I see. Yeah. So, you know, if you were to look with your third eye or your transcendental vision, you would see and notice that chakra almost like implanted into the walls yeah. of your emotional body up top it, mm -hmm. it dwells up top uh so that's what i meant and then what that means is that it has full access to your emotional body and thus your emotions got it got it okay and um how can you use you you said that you can use magenta if you want to have like a big transformation in your life Right. It's not even so much transformation. It's when you it, it's when you need a connection between the end of one thing and the beginning of the other. Yeah. So. Like so it's it's quite different from the transformation of the violet flame. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Can you tell a little bit more? Let's say we have this example when you have a big goal and uh, you are not even close to it. Right. Let Let's say uh, you want to buy a house, for example and uh, you're not even close to it. Like, how would you use this flame to get where you want to be? This is a little bit different. It's different? Yeah, it's different. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not for you to achieve the goals of enrichment mm -hmm. or because this is not the flame of manifestation. You can find a lot of other flames that could be a lot more helpful with manifestation. Got it. This one draws the bridge from where you are today to your higher purpose, which is generally where you want to be. And that generally happens, um, basically just helps on an energetic level. In my earlier example, it would be like if you try to change careers from um, the medical field to the actor field, seemingly to you, and in 3D, it might seem like those are not at all connected. What the energy of the violet, sorry, not violet, magenta flame does uh, is it draws the bridge from where you are today to where you need to be. It's like a shortcut, mm -hmm. right? In the same way that it's able to take two sides of the rainbow and be that connective tissue between the end and the beginning of something, it could, in the, in, with the same amount of force and intention, draw a bridge from where you are today to where you want to be in generally if especially if that is connected to your highest good and connected to your highest intention for instance if you're moving away from your highest intention mm -hmm. uh, 
I would say magenta flame is not going to be the best flame to use, you know. It's just, it, it just, those energies wouldn't work that way. So like, you know, magenta, because it is a higher dimensional flame, it would always act in the best interest of, of your higher self and your higher aspects. And the way you want to meditate on that, right? Or very often, like, you know, in, in your particular case, right? You might feel like you are called to do something bigger or better with your life but you feel like you're running a business or you know you you have a job that um might not be what like it doesn't feel like you're on the path you can call in the energy of magenta flame to put things in your life circumstances people events etc to make sure that the connection between what you do today and what it is you actually want to be doing with your life is a logical one. So it would turn your reality in such a way, it would transform your reality in such a way that your current job or circumstance would be a stepping stone to your next goal, your next project or your next move. Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And how would you do this? Uh, like what would be the meditation right so in this case exactly what we want to do is create that energetic bridge so you want to imagine where you are today as a in a sphere right we work a lot with spheres and in this particular meditation we can just use a concept of a sphere as always so you would imagine that particular aspect of everything that you are today and what you do today as a sphere right Um, And you might be inside of that sphere, right? And you might, you know, you might imagine how it feels to be inside of that sphere, right? Is it boring for you? Like, why is it not fulfilling, right? You just want to get present to your emotions. You know, is it boring? Does it feel like you're playing the game that's too small? Does it feel like you're doing something that your parents wanted you to do, but actually you didn't want to do? You know, do you feel like you just got accidentally thrown into this? Like you just want to get present with all of the emotions that your current situation evokes in you. Remember how I said magenta works with the emotional body. So you really truly want to um, get present to all the emotions that are true for you in the moment right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, all of it, right? Because I'm sure that whatever your current circumstance, it cannot be all negative, right? I'm sure there are good aspects to it. There are bad aspects to it. There are aspects that you want to change. And then, you know, feel free to cover that sphere of your emotional body into, you know, paint it with magenta, just paint it with as much magenta light and, you know, let the, your emotional body breathe in as much magenta light as possible from the atmosphere. You know, magenta is everywhere. That's the beauty of this. It's an all permeating energy and it's everywhere. Like it's, it's in the air that we breathe and it's the water that we drink, right? So just breathe in that magenta energy into your emotional body. And that what you want to imagine is what it is that you're trying to manifest. You know, what is it that your desire is? Like, where are you trying to go from here? What does that career move look like? Or, you know, maybe you're looking to change your family situation, like what that would look like, right? Whatever it is that, you know, whatever is that next step that doesn't seem logical to where you are today, you need to imagine that as another sphere, that is a little bit in the future removed away from you it's it's real but it's in the it's like the future you and you want to imagine what it would feel like if you had what you wanted you know would you feel different uh what is the range of emotions you think you would be feeling and spend like five ten minutes really imagining being in that place Imagine having what you want. You know, what thoughts and emotions, you know, feelings would you wake up to every morning? You know, what feelings, emotions, and thoughts would you uh, be going to sleep with 
that first thing in the morning, last thing at night that you're thinking. You know, how would you feel walking down the street if you had what you, you know, you want to? You know, how would you feel in relations to um, the greater good of humanity or your purpose, right? So you want to imagine what that would feel like and infuse that sphere with as much magenta energy from the atmosphere as you possibly can. And then you want to draw the bridge and connect the two magenta spheres. You just really want to create a pathway like an energetic cord, a very nice solid energetic cord between where you are today and your emotional body of today and your emotional body of the future. And you just want to make sure that that bridge, that energetic cord, is very well fed with magenta energy from the atmosphere. And so you want to see that magenta energy coursing and getting you from today to where you need to be. And then that's really all you need to do. And then you just need to get out of the way and let the universe do its thing. That's great. And how often would you do this meditation? Honestly, one time is enough. Uh, Just don't expect uh, an overnight result. Right. Of course. Nothing in 3D is overnight. I wish it was. Yeah. Now, if if you do a good job, and again, like about 30 minutes is all you really need in this meditation, and you want to feel hot, like your body, like if you're doing it the right way, the energy of the magenta flame is very warm. Mm -hmm. It's very warm. You know, you, you know, if you, you know, if you started out this meditation cold, you might need to shed an extra couple of layers of of clothing, you know, if you're doing it the right way, but because it moves and works with so much of your energy and the atmosphere is in the universe's energy. Uh, It's quite powerful from the first time. Great. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing this information with us. Okay, so now I'm going to end our session. I'm very grateful for the information you provided us today. I'm asking the higher self to receive to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given us today. I know that uh, Maria is really going to appreciate it. Now, I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.